The following episode is brought to you by J-Pop. I don't know why. I found an intro to an anime that was incredibly catchy and I can't get it out of my head. It's a, and I encourage you all to do the same. Uh, the band name is Bradio and the song name is Flyers. It is the intro to a uh, <laughs> anime called Death Parade. I, I don't so much recommend the actual Death Parade. It's these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is April 4th, 2015, and welcome to episode 80 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and joining me, Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello. I don't know what they're saying, but it's darn catchy, Paul. All right, did you look that up while I was talking? Also, fun fact, listeners, if you listen to Bradio by the Flyers while listening to the intro no, to this song. Flyers by, by Bradio. Sure. They, yeah, right. Sorry. Japanese, right to left. Um, <laughs> if you listen to this song, because I already forgot what the right one was, while listening to the intro to this podcast, you will uh-huh. be thoroughly entertained, as opposed to just I entertained. Was. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I half, I just, I, I very nearly, I was at 49% of me just saying, fuck it, I'm going to play that song for the intro this one time. <laughs> but I chose not to. Yeah, you know, it's just, I, I, it's funny you mentioned you went on this rabbit hole and discovered, like, an anime thing. It was really weird, yeah. Yeah, I had a similar uh, discovery. And by discovery, I mean I, I watched it once and I thought it was catchy. There was a Nintendo Direct a couple days ago. And they had, like, a really catchy, like, anime intro song for the uh, Shin Mahamani Hensei cross Fire Emblem game. Okay. Sorry, Shin Megami Tensei. I actually do know how to pronounce it. Sorry, listeners. But it had a really catchy, uh, like, this is our high school and we fight demons sometimes. <laughs> also, there's a horse that glows. And then, like, but I, I just assumed that was the translation. But, like, I don't know. I, I kind of I thought it was catchy. And I'm like, I, I, I hope that the final game of Shin Megami Tensei cross Fire Emblem has wacky high school anime J-pop. <laughs> I love those moments. Those yeah. random moments where you see hear something random. Yeah. And like you just like, huh, that okay. And then you try to go down the rabbit hole of actually especially if it's super abstract. Like what I heard I can reference easily. Like what you heard I could very easily see a scenario where, like, I don't know the name of this, and I, it's going to be really hard to find. Oh, I, I, I'm I, sure it's lost. Like, I wouldn't be able to find it. It'd be impossible. Like, maybe now that we have Reddit, I'd be able to yeah. find it. I'd just Google, like, song from Shin Megami Tensei Cross Fire Emblem uh, from D- Direct, and then, like, oh, yeah, that's the Japanese band. Uh, f- no, I don't know. Flyers. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe it's the same people and we just don't know it. Sure. 
Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Also, a- another weird thing about that music video. Why why are there American dollar bills in that music video? Because it's cool. Oh. Yeah. So if you if you actually listen, it's a thing. So I, I actually... I, Wait, are you I, telling me I should learn Japanese so I understand why there are U.S. dollar bills in the music no. video? No, not at all. Oh, okay. I am Perfect. saying that it is cool to use English in Japanese. Was in there the English same, in there? Yeah. Oh. In the same way that it is cool for in English where it's you just insert random, you know, Spanish words. Like it yeah. just, it just kind of happens. Uno so, dos tuas catradre or whatever. All right. You're not allowed I to know. speak Spanish I, ever again. I don't speak Spanish. I it, just, well, clearly my point is, is you are not allowed to utter it. I know four words in Spanish and it's thanks to you too. So, <laughs> so yeah, there, if you listen to it, there are, there are Spanish there are Spanish. There are English <laughs> words in there. <laughs> wow, that's a progressive J-pop band. They're using totally... Spanish words instead of American. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I would imagine in the same way that it would be cool to just have the, you know, the, the have the American dollar bill. Yeah, I, I don't doesn't make that part makes less sense to me. What's the song about? I have no idea. Okay. I, I saw a translated version yesterday. Oh, gosh. And it just kind of nonsense. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like. Uh, and that's, yeah. no, like, I'll, I'll, I'll back up the Japanese on this. Like, that's no offense to, like, the Japanese. You translate any language into another language, it's going to be nonsense. Because usually when you translate something, it's a straight translation. As opposed to when... Uh, you know, being in Canada, there's a lot of things in English and there's a lot of things in French. Pretty much everything has to be in both languages. And what you see is when you read the English and you read the French, if you understand both, if you were to ask somebody who's bilingual and say, like, do those say the same thing? It's like they mean the same thing. But they don't say the same thing, you know, because it takes some languages take more words to describe something. Some languages take less. And I don't know. Sometimes I think it's just fun to just to announce American words while speaking another language. I think that's just why they do it. It's like the equivalent of shooting your guns in the air like you just don't care, I think, for the Japanese. <laughs> Is that the equivalent? Maybe. I love that you're referencing an American thing to reference another Japanese thing. Sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to put it in the, in to perspectives that people will understand. Ryan, it's Easter weekend. It is. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Today is not really anything. Today was just no. a, an off day well, for the whole thing. It, if you're Catholic, it is the Holy Week of Obligation. Well, wait. That, <laughs> the whole week? Yeah. Well, it's four days. Right. Uh, must have skipped that day in Sunday school. I don't know. I, I know, like, the big days. Um, like, obviously, we had Good Friday off. And then today is like just recover from all the fish you ate and prepare to eat all the turkey tomorrow on on Easter Sunday. Uh, And then Easter Monday is just like, lol, here's another day off. Go nuts. Now, do you get days off? These aren't stat holidays. Easter? Yeah. No, we're heathens. Americans are heathens. We don't know Easter. Easter is barely recognizable as a holiday, which on the one hand, uh, you know, really shouldn't matter in terms of the government. Like, I don't care yeah but yeah like we nobody cares it's it would seem but that's the thing 
Like I would have assumed that the states would would have these days off because you guys, I would say the states are more quote unquote religious than can, than the Canadian government, I suppose. Is sure. It, is it weird to is it weird to see like such a religious holiday be stat holidays? Um yes and no. On the one hand, it does not surprise me because, you know, people's attitudes are people's attitudes. Uh, on the one hand, yeah, if you think about it, I mean, like, if if you are a Christian, then Easter is probably just as important, if not more important, than Christmas. See, my wife is saying more important. Yeah, it's more important, but, like society doesn't necessarily see it as more no important. they of course not so but there's no gifts involved you have to understand this. well there's chocolate there's chocolate yeah it, well there's chocolate that's about the best you could do cadbury's just and like by the way here swimming in... and this is you know drudging up some of my childhood mm-hmm. uh don't leave candy around in baskets if you have a dog of course that's don't do that it, because it's... <laughs> it gets bad oh, oh yeah it's funny because um Oh, it's not funny. Ashley was uh, Ashley's going was going to her nanny's to uh, put chocolate out for uh, one of her um, one of her nanny's uh, great nieces that comes over every once in a while, every Wednesday. So Tuesday she was going over there, and I was like, "Oh, you should take Zoe, so I don't have to deal with her." And it's like, "Well, I, it's probably not a good idea to take a dog when you're hiding candy, because you'll just have to hide the candy all over again and then go to the vet." So yeah. <laughs> yeah, our dog. Yeah, our our dog ate entirely too much candy, and uh, she didn't. Yeah, oh, it, it, it didn't end up well for her. That's not good. That's yeah. unfortunate. I know, and we were like five. Oh, time it was like it was like the worst possible time. Oh, that's too bad. That that is unfortunate, and and we've come become more mindful of uh, having a dog around to, you know, make sure not to leave stuff all over but um but yeah i was having this conversation i was recording zamp with bob and lou and i said you guys i'm heading into easter long weekend they're like easter long weekend it's like yeah we get i get friday and monday off most places just get friday off um and they're like easter's on sunday and i'm curious as to to wonder like when they say easter's on sunday do they mean and i know lou listens so he'll probably write an email in and I uh-huh. forgot that we did get an email that I got to put in the doc, so I'll remember to do that. Remember, remind me. Um, okay. Live. Live, remind me. Uh, so, Lou, write your thoughts in because I am interested, but I also want to get Paul's thoughts. Is that because when he says Easter's on a Sunday, I know Sunday's probably the biggest day of Easter, but does that also mean – is he more re- referencing the Easter of find all the chocolates Easter Sunday? Because that's what I gathered from it. Because that was also that was a bigger part in my in my eyes. Maybe not in my parents' eyes, but in my eyes, it was a bigger part to like find all the candy. Yeah, of of course, as a kid. Sure. Well, as a kid, you know, you're you're. Hey, this is the chocolate time. Yeah. (laughs) There's Halloween and there's Easter. Two times a year. One has scary things and one has giant bunnies. So hopefully, you're not afraid of giant bunnies. Um. So yeah, I mean, so what what I, do you think? Is that why it's just like it's just bunnies. Sunday? Hmm? Where do you get Where do you get giant bunnies? Easter is giant bunnies, man. No. There yeah. are bunnies. They're it, not Have you ever heard of the giant. Easter bunny? 
Of course. He's a giant you're bunny. You're not hearing to me. No, he doesn't have to be. <laughs> he is. What would he no. be? What else would he be? A normal size bunny. No, look it up. Look up Maybe the Easter Maybe a little bigger. <laughs> he's huge. He's like Bigfoot, with him, but he's a bunny. You've got you've got a weird hellscape in your head of like these 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 Google it right now of Google? religious figures that are tre- that, oh. that treaded to your nightmares. <laughs> Come on, Easter Bunny is not a religious figure. No, it's absolutely of course not. It's a hallmark. I was just thinking thing. of like you know, but Google Santa Easter and look, Easter Bunny and all of them just kind of. I'll do it. Easter Bunny. I bet you the first thing that's going to pop up is a dude, a giant Easter Bunny. Go to images. Okay, yeah, that's uh huh. That's mostly just bunnies. There, giant bunny guy. <laughs> like not even, not I'm even just a saying, page now. Like when you look at these things, they like all these rabbits. They have like they they carry eggs that are bigger than them. But that's just a a bunny on Easter. But the Easter bunny is a giant. Now bunny. this one, however, and I know this is great radio uh oh don't worry we're gonna choose whatever one you're about to send me and then i'm gonna pick one and it's gonna be the cover image so this sorry for that that see easter bunny (laughs) that's a guy in a suit and it looks terrifying i just like i don't know easter bunny like rise of the guardians giant easter bunny that's a movie paul you can't argue with movies i no i can't yeah see if DreamWorks made it into a movie, it's got to be real. So you, I, 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 it has been implied that mm-hmm. you do, in fact, get some time off for Easter. Yeah, yeah. I get, I get Friday and Monday. Friday See? is a Friday is a stat holiday for everybody. Monday is stat, give or sorry, take. what statutory stat holiday? holiday? I think. Oh God, I hope oh. I'm saying that right. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's like yeah. Um, it's a stat holiday in Canada, Friday, so everything's closed, even the Walmart. Um, Monday is, it's usually just like government offices, so provincial and federal that are, that are, uh, that are shut down on, on Monday. Um, that's to make up for the fact that Sunday was a holiday. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for you guys. I, I wish we had more. Well, we need more help. We need more holidays. That's, you guys have uh, Martin Luther true. King Day in in uh, January. We don't have any January holidays. Just well, just New Year's Eve or New Year's Day rather. We get that day off. So okay. holidays. You we've been doing the show for three years, and we're still we're still finding we're still surprised by our holiday stuff that crops up. Yeah. I, I just find it really eventually, eventually. Well, maybe once the 2016 election kicks up and we start focusing on that, we'll have all the holiday crap out of the way. <laughs> we can focus on the real problem. Right. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. No, no more Ted Cruz. We spent an entire episode talking about Ted Cruz. No, we could talk about any number of things. We could mm-hmm. talk about the Iran situation and how you know this nuclear arms treaty affects geopolitical conflict. That sounds... We could do that. I didn't read that, so kind of hoping we don't talk about that okay uh we could talk about you know who's next who's gonna announce next i don't know question mark we could paul talk paul about will re- announce the, next we could talk about the religious freedom act that seems to be going around seems to be catching like oh that virus thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I uh, which has been yeah. fun in they not at all fun kind of way and just mostly annoying. Sucks to be from Indiana right now. Yep, Indiana, Alabama. Same well, thing. No one's really surprised about Alabama. <laughs> uh, but we're not going to talk about it. Sorry, Duck because Dynasty. It's, because it's real dumb. It's and you know what? It's not. It's not funny. It's like it's. It's funny. I'm sure we can make it funny. Yeah, but it's... But I'm just more annoyed by this whole thing than... If you try to make it funny, it just comes off as not solving an issue that is a huge issue, right? Like, this shouldn't Isn't be... Isn't that what we normally do? Well, Ted Cruz running for president is a huge issue, but we can make fun of that without pissing a lot of people off because no one in their right mind is going to come out, out of the closet and say, hey, I'm, I'm supporting Ted Cruz. It's like, no. No one's going to do that. Hold up. Does one have to come out of the closet to support Ted Cruz? What do you mean? Like, I just figured that was a general saying and that, like, they're, they were, like, closet Ted Cruz supporters and they come out to say I'm supporting. Now that he's running for president, this would be a great time to show that you're supporting Ted Cruz, wouldn't it be? Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. To be honest, I'm sure there maybe there just are no people that are supporting Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, even oh. though we explicitly said we are not going to talk about Ted Cruz. <sighs> okay, fine. We'll talk about Ted Cruz. What did he do this week? No. Oh. You said we weren't. <laughs> well, I was yeah. following your lead, and then you brought Ted Cruz up. We're not going to talk about Ted Cruz. Anybody who wants to hear about Ted Cruz, see last week's episode. Done. What, what? what are we talking about this week? Dude, whatever. <laughs> What? Ted Cruz is going to come up more often. You know this. Oh, no. I'm I'm totally cool with talking about Ted Cruz, but we just talked about him to death last week. Let's give him a week off. Give him, I know. Give him the Easter long weekend. We're going to give him the give him the good old sleeping with the elephant skewering. Wait, I have a question. Uh, it's <laughs> oh, related to Ted Cruz. Is, <laughs> is he... I don't want to talk about Ted Cruz. I just... We... I, we know it's a combination of the other thing we don't want to talk about. Is he like involved so at all with? Okay, two wrongs don't make a right, sir. Sure, they do. If I've learned anything from the states, two wrongs do make a right. Now, do uh, the Indiana thing, like the Religious Freedom Act, he seems like the kind of guy that would support something like that. He, I'm sure he does. Okay, I just wanted to ask that question. I was curious if he had like actually come out and and. No, well, I have no idea, but. I'm sure he does. But Texas is not one of those states that's having this issue right now? Uh, at the moment. But I'd imagine that since this seems to be, I don't know, popular in vogue, if you oh, will, gosh. then I... Is it a primarily that, southern thing or is it northern as well? I don't think it's a southern thing or a northern thing or any other thing. It's, it's just a, thing. a It's probably a conservative thing. Hmm. It's just really Religious weird. conservative thing. That's probably the safest way of saying it. Like, it just seems like bad business to turn people away. It does, doesn't like it? anybody. You remember how I said that we didn't want to talk about this? <sighs> I'm sorry. It's just interesting. <laughs> it's important. Everybody do it your research. Important. I will look into it. Uh, oppose I'm, it. I, to be honest, I am, waiting to, I am waiting to get more context. Okay. And also solidify my own feelings on the subject. It's bad. What's bad? My feelings on the subject? I, I would hope your feelings would be that this, this law is terrible. Oh. 
I'm not telling you what you should feel, but I think you are. Okay, come can- on. We've been Canadians, riffing for ten the minutes. The Canadians are are telling me what I should be thinking and feeling, oh, like God. usual. Just put maple syrup on it; it'll taste better. <laughs> um, no, seriously, we've been riffing for ten minutes on what we should be talking about. What are we talking about this week? Uh, well, let's talk about Netflix first. You Perfect. guys don't have good Netflix. We do not. I hear that mostly because of distribution rights. Correct. Like, yeah, you know, you can have all you want in the states mostly, but when it comes to Canada, uh-uh, you guys are a different country. We need more money from you or something. Well, the the biggest issue is that most of the good content is produced in the states, right? So, um, I think you could easily make that argument. Yeah. So you're, you're or at least the big stuff. The the big okay, the big stuff that makes up the catalog of U.S. Netflix that Canadians wouldn't want to get their uh, grubby little maple syrup covered hands on would be American published content. Um, I, I cannot tell you how many times on, uh, on Zamp again, that, uh, we do a segment where I watch movies and Lou suggests a movie and he's like, Oh, it's on Netflix. You'll be able to find it there. It's like, no, like it's not on Canadian Netflix. Like <laughs> the only zombie films on Canadian Netflix are some terrible Danny Trejo bullshit and maybe like diary of hey, the dead. What? Don't no. Don't badmouth Danny Trejo. Hey, he was great in that turtle show, but like, er, wait, that's, no. Anyways. um, Wow. That was a deep, deep reference. By the way, just to clarify what the hell Ryan was talking about right there, he was actually talking about a turtle that appeared once in Breaking Bad, of which he liked the turtle. That was it. (laughs) Now that we're all caught up, Breaking Bad actually is on Canadian Netflix. But what's happening right now is there's a new copyright. I, I know that. Go ahead. This is like the episode of Get to the Damn Point, you two. <laughs> Which, feel free to write in. Info at sleepingwithelephant.com. Anyways, there's a new copyright law in Canada coming through uh, that may make it illegal to use a VPN to access U.S. Netflix in Canada. Is that, is that are they under are, okay? Are they making this law f- specifically for that purpose, or is this some kind of security thing? It's, it's. Or do you know? Uh, I'm I'm just reviewing it here, and it says as part of recent copyright law reforms here in the country, the government made it illegal Copy. to circumvent technologies that would con- that control access to copyrighted work. So it's more about obviously they put it in there to be like cool netflix now we don't have now we can make sure that people aren't accessing content that they shouldn't be accessing because let's face it sure the u.s netflix has a better catalog and there's a reason it has a better catalog and like you said it has to do with distribution rights advertising deals i don't know why they just don't make a deal to make it accessible across the world maybe that Uh, costs netflix too much money but because movie studios are bitchy but and that's the other thing is like it's not just Netflix. Like right now, uh, PlayStation has this new oh, yeah. it's uh, series, Powers, that I was really interested in. I love uh, Charlto uh, Copley. I think is the I'm pronouncing that wrong. I'm sure the guy from District Nine. He's one of the main characters. Love him. Love him. I go to try and find Powers. It's only accessible to the United States of America. Huh. Why? <laughs> It's your show on your network that's accessible across the world, and you're only launching it in the states. 
And there's articles out there saying, like, the success of Powers is what will uh, determine whether PlayStation continues with their original... Like, it makes no sense to limit this stuff. But in sense of this law, like, I know many people here in this fair country that are using VPN to access U.S. Netflix. And, yeah, and it's not illegal. Well, it's not illegal, but it, it does break the terms of service that you agree to. Ah, well, okay then. So it violates U.S. Netflix. It oh, violates no. next. Uh, we Netflix violated terms. one of those things that nobody reads. Basically, <laughs> but this takes it to the next level. Now, there's talk that they wouldn't actually use it to persecute people doing it, but they would persecute like services that encourage it. Like, See, prob- I, uh, that's dangerous. It's very dangerous. You need VPNs for a lot of things, and like, uh, yeah. But they probably wouldn't go after like you know vpns that are legitimate that are saying like you know keep well, your no, internet private it, like but... okay true my point is is that vpns provide a very like okay we'll take i, I could take any number of countries but we'll take china for example sure uh, you can't get any content without doing that and you know that may be illegal it probably is illegal considering it's china mm-hmm. but I more power to him. I say because it's a stupid law. I kind of feel like I kind of feel like they're all that's real dumb. And you guys like okay, if you guys are not providing me an easy resource to get the content that I want, that like you're easily providing for other people, then uh, we got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of I, I guess that my position on this is kind of the general attitude of the internet. Well, it's dumb. Like, why you you're not fixing the problem? The problem is that this content isn't available to your customers in the country that you operate in. Yeah. Like, look at it this way: if I can own a ca- if I own a cable subscription, I can watch many American shows, watch many American advertisements that may not even apply to me. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've seen a Target ad, and Target is no longer in this country. Like, prior to even Target being in this country. And then you look at U.S. Netflix, you look at Netflix and you look at the Canadian selection, like, there are shows that I could literally flip a channel and watch that aren't on there. And I know they're on U.S. Netflix. So it's like, why why wouldn't they at the very least treat us as a single unit? Like, I would think that we this, are close enough. Sure. It just sure. boggles my mind. This is not, okay, it's easy to, <laughs> it's easy to roll Netflix under the bus on this one. Mm-hmm. It is not their fault. The problem is they it's difficult to reach these deals. That's the problem. You think it's just easier for them to say like, okay, fine. How about we just have it in the States and we'll give you a million dollars? Well, it's certainly easier. Yeah. It's certainly easier. But the more markets you talk about, the more things get weird. The more people want money that doesn't isn't there. Just all kinds of things that people think – yeah, and, and you know, this is not the fault of Netflix. No, it and, really and is not. It, Netflix it, subscriptions in Canada aren't nearly as high as they are in the states, so that's why it's you're, like you said, it's probably easier to get deals for the states as opposed to Canada. It's like it's not worth it to them to have every episode of Thirty Rock on there for the, yeah. for Canada. Yeah, but it is now, for friends. What the hell? Kind of funny that Netflix is like sending their cease and desist letters, but uh, yeah, whatever. Oh, well. It's not there yet. Maybe next time. 
yeah, I'm not. I'm yeah. Good luck. I, 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 for your guys' own sake, I hope this is. I hope this at least. I kind of feel bad for you guys because, in for the most part, I don't think people care, and I don't mean like people in general. I mean like. You know, you ask if you ask somebody in business, they're going to say that they're going to want all of their programming everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But it, that gets extraordinarily complicated quickly, like right. for all kinds of different reasons. And that's like, and this is nothing, by the way, compared to music. Music is the worst in terms of copyright law or in terms of like where you can play what. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy pants. But, yeah, I, I don't think – I don't know how – I guess my point is I don't know how hard Netflix is working to try and get more programming to you specifically. Yeah, and we're we're talking about strictly Canada and the USA. Like I'm sure there are people listening from other countries that A, may not even have Netflix or B, have Netflix and it's like it's all local programming and a couple of American or Canadian shows or the BBC and it's like – yeah, you think you have a bad in Canada, like we have nothing. Like this just launched in Australia, I think Netflix did, and I wonder what their selection is. You know? So, I have no idea. I don't know. I know people that And it's know. Australia. Like they have weird rules anyway. They do. <laughs> it's it kinda sucks. Anyway. Everything has uh, to be produced by Peter Jackson, I think, is one of their rules. That's not a rule. Moving on. <laughs> that would be New Zealand, Ryan. New Zealand. Ryan? Yes, sorry. What what else do we have to talk about? <laughs> I had to finish the joke or else I'd be like twitching all day. That was a joke? What else do we got? <laughs> See if you can do any uh, better. Scientology. It's in it's in been in the news. You've heard of it? Do they get Easter long weekend? It's a religion. It's a, it's a religion. It's a religion. It's a religion. Oh, religion. That sounds like a great video game name. Oh, Actually, that'd be a good religion. documentary name. <laughs> religion. Uh, yeah. What they do been, this time? Well, people have been talking about this HBO documentary that has been out for I think a week now. Okay. And I recently viewed it. Them some crazy business. Did you enjoy it? I did. I did very much. I think that the majority of the, like, it wasn't, I wouldn't call it an expose. It was a group of people providing their own uh, stories Mm -hmm. on their own experiences with Scientology. And man, this is impressive on a couple fronts. The first one being is that Scientology has successfully sued anyone who ever has a bad word to say about them. Right, like, like defamation or something. I forget what it's. It's absolute nonsense, and I don't know how they keep doing it. But when anybody talks about this, it seems to just cause a freaking terror. So, the fact that HBO was willing to do this was really the most impressive. Like uh, off the top, the most impressive thing. Yeah, and believe me, they don't paint. They don't paint Scientology in the greatest light. I don't think the majority, like, I, I don't think I, I have yet to meet a person who is sympathetic to Scientology, other than the people who I occasionally see, like, setting up a post near somewhere to try to give you a, a personality survey. 
Have you seen those in, in public? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to think. Like, okay, Scientology was kind of born here. Oh, right. Of. So, like, the main church is, like, I've driven by it. It's, I mean, it's opulent as hell, at least on the, uh, if you look from the outside in. Like, just, you, you'd see it plenty in the documentary. But, yeah, it's just big, and there are big crosses and gold everywhere. It's just kind of. It's kind of crazy, but yeah, I've, I have definitely not, it's not, I wouldn't call it very frequent. Like it's not like yeah, anything I can compare it, can compare it to sounds kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, you know, a handful of times have I run across people who are trying to convert others to Scientology and there, by the way, at least it was, um, it was talked about in the documentary, their numbers for their actual uh, religion they're real low like it's like i think they have like a total of ten thousand people in the it's church just a lot of really rich people uh isn't there a money ch- thing like isn't yeah, that a, yeah so <laughs> a good chunk of them are very wealthy um i you know i had thought that the reason people were attracted to this was or rather, not attracted to it initially, but the reason they stayed there was because of some sort of monetary benefit. That does not appear to be the case. <laughs> like, it seems like just one guy is benefiting from everything. At least that's what it looks like. Because they don't pay, like, when they do service or they do whatever it is that they do. I, and by the way, I don't mean service as in helping the common good. I mean service as in, like, cleaning up their own facilities. They don't. They pay people at like absolute like crap. Like it's just like they don't. It's not even close to minimum wage. It's like it's pennies an hour. Really? Yeah. It's like I think total. Like they'd work. Some people would work, you know, sixteen-hour days. More than that sometimes. And I think they get paid like fifty dollars a week. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's really messed up. There's a lot there's a lot going on there. Like just a lot of really, really just bizarre things. People like if you ask them at the time, they're completely devoted. They're completely just into it what they're doing. Mm-hmm. However, like it, it, the, kind of a common thread with all of these people's stories is there was something that was just so extreme that they kind of snapped and like say, I can't do this anymore. And then, after some time has passed, and I'd imagine some therapy, they would look in and see, like, my God, what was I thinking? Like, you, you know, like at the time when you're in it, you don't, you keep making these excuses for yourself. Right. But then on the outside looking in, you see it and you're just like, I, this is insane. Like, literally, it's insane. I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. No, it's, I remember learning a bit about it. Um, in high school i believe and just find really oh yeah like they well i think it was part of world religion like we learned a little bit about oh. it oh see i had never even this was not discussed in my school well, at all, ever. It, it was never and again it was never which is why i really really enjoyed i never thought i'd ever say this prior to taking the class but i really enjoyed world religion and i made sure to actually i don't think i took anything after that that was my last religion class i got a um, uh, I basically got an out 
for my last religion class, I, I went to a Catholic school and I basically was like, yep, I think that's it, guys. <laughs> and I, I was like, I think I made the argument that I needed a spare for all the other classes that I was taking. Anyways, uh, world religion was really interesting because it was like, here are all these other religions, including this one that was founded by a science fiction writer. And yeah. once you dig into it, like they didn't like give you all the details, but it, it started that itch and you kind of look into it. It's like, whoa. Yeah, this was found. It was just found on stupid, stupid, shaky ground. Isn't it founded by the guy who wrote like Conan? And there was like Conan. It was, no, no, it wasn't that he guy. Wrote, he wrote. He was a science fiction writer. That is absolutely true. Right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing Conan under the bus with Netflix. I don't know why Conan came into the picture. I don't know. I just figured that was. It was not. It was L. Ron Hubbard, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. He didn't write Conan. No. Okay. <laughs> what did he write, Paul? Uh, he wrote War of the uh, not War of the Worlds, but oh yes, the John Travolta. And, business. Dianetics is the big one. Dianetics, yes, yeah. I thought he wrote Conan, but evidently no. I've been living right, a lie. Conan, no, Conan has nothing to do with anything. Okay, just in case people are listening, Conan has nothing to do with Scientology, right? Okay, so. <laughs> I'm being serious. I always thought I know. I, that's I, why I'm exasperated. I, <laughs> so Conan's in the clear. Arnold Schwarzenegger's still a good guy. Um, I. Oh, okay. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Paul thinks Conan's good, but Arnold Schwarzenegger's not a good guy. Maybe he really liked the remake. I don't know, people. Um, Love digging these holes for yourself. Do you know that? <laughs> I do. I do. Um. Yeah, Scientology. And I just remember, like, I guess it was something about him being a failing writer and he used this as, like, a scheme to get a bunch of money. He did need money. That is absolutely true. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though he didn't fail. Like, he was not a failed writer. He was actually fairly good at it. Right, sorry. Part of the problem. (laughs) Like, he was so good at it that he could... Yeah, he he didn't find he didn't find it as a religion. It almost started as a as a kind of a philosophy, or at least that's what it appeared to be, mm-hmm. and sort of some sort of self help. And then when addressed about that idea specifically, he got real exasperated by the idea. Like he was like, "No, this is better. This is bigger," kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it just is so. It, and I'm I'm not so comparing – like what I'm about to say is not me comparing Scientology to other religions that are out there because, yes, true. Scientology doesn't do anything good for anybody. Like it's just, it's, it's just this weird like inner circle thing and does not benefit people. Like you look at Christians and, and Jewish and, and all those other uh, religions, they're helping people. People are better – because of that but like does scientology do like soup kitchens and stuff like they're mostly just keep themselves right they do okay so like <laughs> like uh, uh, criminally so i guess sure they do soup kitchens they, for criminals is what you're saying no <laughs> what i'm trying to say is like it feels like everyone's giving them a bad rap for the good reasons but People are also giving them a bad rap for like, yeah, this religion was founded by a man. It was written by a man. It's like, well, what do you think about all the other ones? They were founded by a man, written by a man. Like, the shit did not come f- faxed from the sky. Like, I know, like, yes, if, yeah, you can believe. Okay. That's fine. Well, <laughs> okay. 
That's I'm not going to touch that, Ryan. I know. I but I I um, I I do believe that that all of that stuff helps people, but Scientology like, yeah, we should give them a bad rap because they don't help people. If anything, according to this documentary, it's just bad, right? Uh it people do not seem to be better off, no. <laughs> Good. Well, but man, he writes a mean book. I mean, Tom Cruise, maybe. Tom Cruise is good? No, I meant Tom Cruise might be happier. I don't know. He lost Katie Holmes. Uh, lost. Lost implies he would want it back. I thought he... I, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, Going Clear. <laughs> the new hit documentary. No, check it out. Yeah. HBO. Going Clear. You should watch it. It's HBO only, though, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an HBO doc. I'm sure it'll come out on uh, dvd and whatnot cool but yeah i'll try to track it down <sighs> heavy episode i know not at all no. uh <coughs> let's lighten it up okay ryan yeah and by the way excuse me uh it's i'm fine. gonna play a clip for you all right i can't wait here we go three chances to give me the price tag to the hyundai sonata se 19,000, 21, 18,000, 20,000, 22,000. Which one is it? 19,849. 19,849. Go ahead, Manuela. Boop. No. Oh! I won it! <laughs> hey, congratulations, Manuela. Just give me a car. What? Great visual clip. <laughs> What happened? So, hang on. Game's over, folks. We'll be right back to spin the wheel right after this. <laughs> so, here we go. Uh, this is the game. She has to guess the price of a car. Where obviously, this is from The Price is Right. Yeah. Um, she has to list the price. Of, uh, she, has a, she has five price tags that she can pick from. Right? right. One of them is the price of the car. Mm-hmm. You with me so far? I am, yeah. I okay. haven't watched Price she, Right a lot. She guesses time. one. It is incorrect. The 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 you know the lady who pulls off the tag pulls off the first tag and it says it's not it says it's wrong. I don't know why, but the lady, the model, pulls off the second tag. And it was the right to, it was and it was the right price. Uh, so even if she had like you know covered it up whatever everybody knows what the price of the car is and, and Drew, Drew Carey's up, shaking her hand like you're fired sorry well, that, I felt bad for her she felt so, like she was so embarrassed she was so embarrassed and yeah like I, I'm actually kind of curious now like <laughs> yeah I wonder like did they just give her the car well, like, uh, you know, it, it's funny. Like, you Google prices right right now, and some of the, like, some of the, <laughs> some of the autocompletes in Google right now are uh, prices right models, prices right tickets, uh, prices right Manuela, prices right mistake, and prices right fail. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm, re- I'm, I'm looking up this real quick. Apparently, the model gets to keep her job even though it costs twenty one thousand dollars <laughs> maybe she takes a pay cut i don't know 
I don't know. It was, and yeah, it was a total. She says right here, it's a total brain fart. <laughs> they actually interviewed her. Uh, I guess somebody asked her about it later. Yeah. But yeah, like congratulations, Manuela gave her a car. That is kind of true. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess you don't. You don't. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I haven't watched Price and Right in a long time. Maybe they need to up the uh, rec- the the ante on hiring the uh, the helpers. Ah. I don't know. It just seems like say, it's a simple contest. Whatever happened to that yodeling game? They still have that. Oh, probably. Okay. Well, go I don't back know, to that. But- it like it seems like the yodeling game. You can't fail. You have this one where it's like it relies on people doing their job like i don't know go back to yodeling (laughs) uh ryan i think that's gonna do it for us yeah just a lot of like confounded statements coming out today i think sure Mm -hmm. uh we have some feedback yeah i why don't you read it oh sure we got an email from jeff burns he says hey paul oh okay hey paul and ryan you gotta wait for him to say hey first uh, sorry to hear that you all have to transport your alcohol in the trunk. Here in Missouri, Missouri, the open container law only applies to the driver of the vehicle. So next time you're all this way, I'll drive you around so you guys can have drinks while back roading or going mudding. Going mudding. Going mudding. Um, <laughs> thanks, w- Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Uh, I wonder, though, like, sure, you can transport your alcohol in the vehicle, but I doubt you could drink it. Right? I think that's exactly what he's saying. Like, you cannot drink and drive, but you can have, an, like, your passengers can drink. Weird. I always, yeah. that's always, that always confused me. Like, um, like, night of my wedding, we had, like, a, a limo. And yes, we're all sir. in. Tell us about the night of your wedding. <laughs> we were all in the limo. I'm going to ignore that statement. Oh, wow. And yes, in the limo. You guys didn't even wait. <sighs> we were all in the limo, the whole wedding Who's party. All? The wedding that's... party weird you're much more of a freak than i ever gave <sighs> anyways alcohol was consumed and i always thought it's like it's weird uh-huh. how can That's we how drink <laughs> thanks for your email jeff <laughs> i was wondering what you were gonna back off this is what before. it feels like i guess to be paul on the show and i gotta no, say in a limo, you can do that in a limo like you just like the driver can't have access like in a, in a thing like a limousine or even a bus i think you, you're allowed to do that i was told it's because of a, a segmented compartments I think that's it. Really? I don't know the law exactly, but I, I know, know that you can. Like, I know that people in a limousine, for example, can consume alcohol, where it's obviously the driver can't. Yeah. Well, uh, if we go to Missouri, we can we can transport her. I I actually do. I I fully and utterly agree with the law to transport your alcohol in the trunk. I think that is, except for that one time we did that and it got everywhere. Like Ashley put like a mixed drink in the back. And it was in like How did a, you do that? Well, it was in like a it was in like a bottle or something. I think we were going to a soccer game or something. And when we got there, it was just everywhere. Because you gotta have some booze. How else are you gonna enjoy soccer? Um, or baseball, or golf, uh, or tennis. Keep going. Well, hockey, you can just get beer at the game. So, anyways, uh, yeah, it just went all over, and my car smelled like. Um, mixed drink for a very long time it was really frustrating so yeah no it was like a it was like a fruity drink it's like a palm bay maybe you have wow. palm bay. what 
Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is... Oh, that's the intro. I don't want the intro. No. We're not doing another show, are we? I don't think so. Okay. Did you want to do another show? Well, I don't have any other notes. We can make notes. Oh, well. I actually have to go barbecue. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can find us. Thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. I am at Peace Wickard on Twitter. You should all follow me or talk to me because I'm lonely. Ryan, mm. go ahead. You're at R. Murphy. Yeah. That's I pretty am, cool. I am at R. Murphy, and you should follow me there and click on links that I post and all that fun stuff. All right. We, Ryan, we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.